Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast. It is so good to have you on. I know it's been a while. In this episode, I want to discuss future plans for the podcast episode, uh, as well as hopefully get to some news. There was a woke gelato shop owner that kicked me out of his establishment today, but not for the crime that you might imagine. But first, I want to talk about future plans for this podcast. So as you know, I recorded episode one, which was just me basically talking about how I got into politics. I didn't cover everything, and if like there's something that you want to see me cover more maybe about like my journey getting into politics i gave you like the half hour overview but of course i could talk for many many hours i just gave you like the basic summary of that in half an hour uh, episode two was uh with a lanson poe my good friend i've known for oh my goodness let's see here 13 years that is a long long or maybe was it third oh maybe it was more like uh, 10 plus years. I think it was like 11 years, around 11 years, uh, somewhere in there. Uh, we talked about the culture issues, public school indoctrination, uh, the state of the culture and what we can do to reverse that. Uh, Lanson doesn't really, he's not really like into like politicians, individual politicians, but he has a very good grasp, very strong grasp on culture and he knows how to push back and fight against it and he knows what to or how to stand up for what is right uh then episode three was with my good friend holden alexander and we basically kind of did the reverse we mostly just talked about like politicians american canadian maybe like some other countries as well uh that was that was a good good podcast i did with him so now episode four, uh, well, I'll just tell you future plans. So I hope to get some more guests lined up for the show. I know I, I hope I, I reached out to Blaine Trump, which was who I did a lot of my live streams with. Hopefully I can get him on. I really want to like learn a lot more about him as well as like get some of his takes because I know he's a very intelligent guy and I really like his content. So hopefully I'll get him on maybe some other higher profile people. I know that's going to be very hard. And another thing I kind of want to do is set up debates. So there was one girl at like a birthday party who disagreed with me but was still willing to debate so typically that's rare i challenge like someone is mad at me just screaming a bunch of vulgarity expletives what have you and they're like, okay please debate me come on my show and then they ghost they disappear um but she was actually willing to debate privately uh i mean i wonder if she would come on the show and debate me uh publicly i think that would be pretty cool if there's like some other people who you want me to debate please reach out I'll, I'll try to reach out to them i'm not sure how many will say yes uh but yeah if i could get like some other people on the show i would love that uh, other than that i just plan on just giving you guys the news so yeah is there anything else that you want to see with the show i hope to do like a weekly news recap with the podcast that would be pretty nice i can't do daily i simply just don't have the time unfortunately to do that i mean if i did then i'd have to like cut back on pretty much everything else but of course i know my uh like tiktok videos especially i know like 
X, formerly known as Twitter, YouTube, they also get some attention, but, like, really, my bread and butter is TikTok videos, unfortunately. TikTok does have, like, the highest censorship of any social media, but, you know, I like their algorithm, so that is why I put up with them. <laughs> I have talked about being multiple, like, being banned multiple times on TikTok. Uh, yeah, feel free to check out. I believe I have, like, a long-form YouTube video on that. But yeah, okay, that, that's pretty much all I wanted to say. Uh, weekly news recap. I did start school, so, you know, I, I my time... I don't have infinite time, unfortunately. But yeah, I'll try to do, like, TikTok videos, uh, hopefully at least once a day, or like uh, seven per week, rather. And then at the end of the week, I can give you, like, a news recap, like what I'm doing right now. Uh, okay, so... Let's get straight into the news. I know I promised that I would do a podcast on the Republican primary debate. I will do that, but first, I had a very funny experience this morning uh, with a woke gelato owner. Now, you might be thinking, I actually got kicked out, but not for the reason that you think. As a matter of fact, I didn't even know he was woke until after I was booted from the establishment. Um, his I, I, or my mom said, I have a distance appointment, maybe you should just, like, find, like, a coffee shop to hang out there, do some schoolwork while I get my teeth cleaned. I'm like, yeah, okay, that's a pretty good idea. So I bring my school bag, and she goes off to the dentist office, and then she's like, hey, you know that Starbucks that used to be there, it's no longer a Starbucks. Or I ask, hey, is there a Starbucks or a coffee shop? And she's like, yeah, there used to be a Starbucks, but it's no longer there, it's now a gelato uh, shop. But there, there's still tables and chairs, so just go there, get your work done, and then I'll message you when I'm done with my dentist appointment. So they go, okay, yeah, cool, cool. So then I, I walk in there. And then first, the, um, I guess, like, gelato waitress comes, and she, she's very nice, she's very friendly, uh, asking me how my day is, engages in small talk, I order two scoops of gelato, and keep in mind, it's $5 a scoop. That, 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 that is not cheap, I mean, that's not astronomically, oh my goodness, I'm going to die, but that, yeah, that that isn't nothing for a scoop of gelato. It's like okay, well, hopefully this is very very good premium gelato, and you know I'll treat myself. Uh, I mean the school year is challenging, so hopefully it can boost me through my work. So I, I order it. It's like eleven bucks with tax. I uh, pay her, and then I uh, walk off. I see. I'm like okay, there's a. Free. I mean, all the tables were free. I sit down, or I was about to sit down right before I could do that. The owner steps in front of me, and I mean, like, right in front of me, where I, I like, uh, pull back and, like, stop before I, like, smash into him. And he's like, I'm sorry, this, or he was very, like, I guess, that, that like, vexatious tone. Like, this is a fine dining resort. You aren't welcome here. I'm like, what the? I just bought gelato from you guys. And keep in mind, I bought a bowl. That's, like, the cheapest way. If I wanted to have a cone of gelato, that's, um, a, that's, the cone is an extra dollar. And at my 
the ice cream store I usually go to was like 99 cents for one scoop and a cone. I don't know if it's still that way. I know inflation has been bad, but I mean that even if it's doubled or tripled the price, it's still significantly cheaper. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I'm like, well, I, I just bought gelato from you guys. And no, 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 no. You bought gelato to go. And by the way, there was no signs. And then he says, well, if you want to eat your gelato sitting down at one of our tables, then you have to pay $13 per scoop. I repeat, $13 per scoop. Now, I have been to so like a handful of high-end dining establishments nowhere have they even charged close to $13 a scoop i have been on a uh premium cruise ship before where they didn't charge anything close to that i have been on like very fancy restaurants or it's valet parking only everyone's wearing a suit they guide you to the restaurant very very professional and like a beautiful waterfront view in California. Those ice creams, they're not $13 per scoop. And they are, I mean, I think like, went to like a very fancy steakhouse. It was like $12 for, I think, two to three scoops of ice cream uh, with like uh, chocolate, caramel, uh, powdered sugar, like a bunch of just like premium cherries, whipped cream, just a bit like a, it was like a Sunday basically. Uh, but this was just gelato. And it basically just reminded me of vanilla ice, the strawberry that I ordered was just store-bought vanilla ice cream with strawberry syrup, and I mean cheap strawberry syrup. And the cherry ice cream I ordered was just basic store-bought vanilla ice cream with frozen unripe cherries stirred in there like it, it was not good like i don't even believe it was like real authentic italian gelato i believe they just bought it from the store mixed in some fruit and now we're calling it gelato i mean even the presentation was horrible and uh keep in mind the guy like saying this is a fine dining establishment well he was wearing jeans and a t-shirt and the restaurant or the quote-unquote restaurant, I guess, resembled more of a fast-food restaurant than an actual, uh, like, luxury cuisine. Or, like, I've been to Seattle Space, you know, I've been to premium cruise ship restaurants. I know what they're like, and that had nothing like it. I mean, I know, like, at a premium restaurant, the lights are so dim you can hardly see the menu. And this, I mean, the lights were piercingly like did you see you know like that white fluorescent like that you'd see like a cheap office building or a mcdonald's i mean it was exactly like that um <laughs> but yeah i mean i just like asked him a few questions uh but he wouldn't like i'm not going to pay i already paid eleven dollars after tax for two scoops of ice cream I'm not going to pay now 30 that's 26 plus tax for two scoops of ice cream slash gelato i know gelato is supposed to be more premium but it tastes identical to store-bought ice cream i have actually had authentic gelato for cheaper than five dollars a scoop and it tasted a whole lot better than that. Like, I, I do fully believe it's actual ice cream. So anyway, the guy kicks me out. And then I'm walking. And like, okay. So I, I find a coffee shop. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to write a one-star review. So 
I, I look up the name of the gelato establishment and like looking through some other reviews. And one other guy said, do, 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 do. Oh, yeah, uh, him and his wife. Uh, way to ruin a date night. Me and my wife ordered gelato from this place. And then uh, my wife tried to use the bathroom. Uh, the owner stepped right in front of her, exactly what I was saying with my experience. Uh, and then he said that you had to pay to use the bathroom, even though they already bought gelato from this guy. Now, I mean, I just feel horrible for, like, the poor like, waitress that works there, like, having to put up with this guy as, like, his boss, as her boss. It's probably no fun at all, and I, I hope she gets a new job. Sincerely, I... I really do feel bad for her. And then, like, a, f a few more experiences like that. Like, they can't use the bathroom. They can't sit down. And, like, I've never had that happen before where I buy something and I can't sit down at the table. Like, that... It, it really seems unreal. Like, I cannot actually believe that happened. But, you know, look at looking back, it is pretty hilarious. And this restaurant just opened. So I imagine they're not going to be around for uh, very much longer. Uh, I mean, it was a Starbucks they closed. And, like, this gelato place, like, just, just moved in. Um, <laughs> all these reviews I see are, like, less than six months old. I mean, that was the last time I got my dentist, my teeth cleaned, so I guess the gelato place. <laughs> They're not going to be around for much longer, so that's pretty funny. Uh, a bunch of stories like that. Now, you might be thinking, okay, Orion, you said he was woke. So, he, he kicked you out, not to do with anything politically, socially, culturally. But why are you saying that he's woke? Well, I am glad you asked. So, there is another review, basically just saying... Uh, everything that all the other reviews, including mine, say, and what I've described to you guys. Uh, but this guy is saying, you know, I'm, uh, he go goes into, like, a horrible experience, and then said, the owner kicked me out because, or ordered gelato, tried to use the bathroom, like a lot of other people, the owner steps right in front of him, says that he has to pay, and then this guy wrote a review saying that, he kicked me out. He charged me to use the bathroom because I was Native American. And this, the store owner is racist, which I think is pretty funny. Um, so what do you think he does? Does this guy just like attack him uh, for the owner response? Like he does with all the other comments, including mine? Well, no, he actually caved down to his knees and apologized Profusely. I mean, this was um, <laughs> so funny saying that he, he's so sorry. You know, the, the policies for everyone, he wasn't trying to be rude. Uh, but like all the other responses were uh, just like saying, You horrible person, you didn't pay to use the bathroom. You didn't pay to sit down. <laughs> but, you know, if, if I said, you know, he kicked me out because I'm a, uh, let's just see here, what does the left deem as victim status? A plus-size trans woman of color. Uh, he, he would probably cave down to his knees and say how sorry he was. But anyway, yeah, I'm. that's why I'm saying he's woke. Because you call him racist, then he's all just like on his knees, bowing down, saying how sorry he was. So, you know, that that's what I found pretty funny. 
Okay, so that's just like the, the funny story I wanted to get to. Now, I know I said in my video I would go more in-depth in my podcast about the Republican primary debates. And, you know, I will do that in this week's show. Okay, so uh, let's just see here. I'm just going to pull up uh, 538. Now, keep in mind, with polling, a lot of... I mean, this goes with Democrats and Republicans... When they say, when they see their guy winning, they're like, oh, yeah, the polls are accurate. Let's go. My guy's going to win. And then when they see him losing, then they're like, oh, no, the polls are no good. You can't trust them at all. So, you know, I kind of think there's a middle ground to this. Uh, they do reflect some degree of accuracy. Uh, it's a good, like, it's good to take note of what the polls are saying, but just note that they are not 100% accurate. And just to give an example of this, uh, Blake Masters in the uh, Arizona Senate race. Oh my goodness, my webcam. I'll pick that up later. Arizona Senate race of 2022. Uh, he said, or the polls said rather, that he was going to lose by, I think it was 11 or 12 points and he only lost by six. So some of us made that prediction saying he's going to lose, but not as badly as the polls say. Well, I mean, I do wish he won, but you know, it is a tough sell for a conservative in Arizona, especially, I mean, you can argue like the voter fraud, all that with Carrie Lake. Um, But I mean, regardless though, take them with a grain of salt, but let's go over them right now. Okay, so currently, uh, September 15th, 2023, on a Sunday, Trump, 55%. Um, DeSantis is at 14. Uh, Ramaswamy, Vivek Ramaswamy, is at uh, 7. And pretty much the other ones are losing momentum. Uh, Haley is up one point, I believe. She's now at 6. She was at 5. Pence is down 2 points. Uh, he was at 6. Now he's at 4. Christie's down by 2. Um, he was at five, now he's at three. Uh, Tim Scott, Asa Hutchinson's, and Doug Burkham have stayed the same. I mean, Tim Scott's still right around that 3% mark. Asa Hutchinson's and Doug Burkham are below 1%. Now, if you're wondering how, uh, they actually got on to the debate stage, even though they're not very popular at all, uh, this is the case with Asa Hutchinson's. I imagine it's a similar story with Doug Burkham, but basically Asa Hutchinson's uh, got a bunch of like billionaire donors to like give him much money, and then with that money, you know, you need forty thousand donors on uh, to qualify for the debate stage. So he basically got a bunch of money from the billionaire donors and said, "Hey, college students, if you give me a dollar, I will give you twenty dollars." And he was able to, like, get, like, 40000 or so to do that. So, you know, that's how he was on the debate stage. Uh, he didn't necessarily do very well in the debate performance, which, I mean, isn't very surprising. I mean, if you have to pay people for you to be on the debate stage, you're probably not a very good candidate. So, some people say Ron DeSantis won the debate. Other people say Vivek Ramaswamy won the debates. But regardless, whichever side you stand on, the consensus is Ron DeSantis and Vivek Ramaswamy did the best on the debate stage. And I can, that is my opinion, 100%. Who did better? I mean, I, I think they both did great. Uh, a lot of people say Vivek Ramaswamy because... 
uh, he is an extrovert, uh, right? He's not shy. He has like a very outgoing personality. And you can certainly relate to the guy. And DeSantis is more, I guess, he's more of an introvert. He's more laid back. Still very brave. And I still think he'd make a great president. I think we should vote uh, on policy and not vote on the candidate that we like better. Well, I mean, obviously, that should always be the case. But unfortunately, in recent years, uh, my generation, Generation Z, as well as the millennials, have kind of skewed that. Basically, starting with the um, 2016 Donald Trump versus Hillary Clinton debate. But anyway, Trump's still at 55%. Now, if we go back to like February, both of them were tied around 40%. But DeSantis has only lost momentum. And I mean, honestly, if I was Ron DeSantis, I would be panicking at this point because, right, we heard, uh, like, a lot, a lot of people wanted DeSantis. You know, he basically ended woke in Florida, not quite. I wish that his parental rights and education bill extended past grade 12. Uh, but, you know, maybe that's if he gets president, hopefully he can do that. But we heard from DeSantis in his campaign, you know, I... Once I declare, I will beat Trump. Then he declares, nothing happens. Then he says, okay, okay, once I am on the debate stage, then I will beat Trump. And he does that. Nothing really happens. I mean, he only goes down. And, I mean, honestly, the, the DeSantis, I don't really know what happened with DeSantis. Don't get me wrong, I still love him. I still love Trump. I still love uh, Ramaswamy. But, I mean, DeSantis, like, he's the governor, and, like, he won by 20% in the 2022 primary election in November. I mean, DeSantis was amazing. He said, uh, Florida is where woke goes to die. He handled COVID amazingly. He ended woke in, I guess, K-3. to <laughs> I, I really wish that he did more, and he also passed a six-week pro-life bill. Uh, you cannot murder your baby if they're older than six weeks old. I wish that he were just to say, like, hey, you can't murder your baby, period, at all. Abortion should be completely banned. But, you know, you you can't have everything. I mean, maybe DeSantis wasn't allowed to do that, which I don't really understand why, because Roe versus Wade is overturned, so he could technically still do that. Uh, but regardless... Uh, yeah, he, he really, and now, like, when he's running for the president, I just saw him with a recent, I believe it was a CBS interview. He was just defensive, and the answers that he gave were fine, but he should have, uh, like, I mean, when he's doing, like, a governor, like, I guess, interview, he's always, like, pushing back. Uh, he'll fire back the question at the reporter. He does a very good job, but this time... He didn't very he didn't do that very well. For example, the reporter asked him, uh, Rhonda Sanchez, what do you say about uh, black people being too scared to enter Florida? According to some far left organization, Florida is not safe for black people. And the answer that DeSantis gave was fine. Uh, was yeah, no, no, that, that that's ridiculous. Uh, black people are welcome in Florida. They always have been. But the answer he should have gave is fire it back, saying, okay, why do you think that? It was because of you, the fake news, pushing that narrative, even though you have no proof of that. What do you have to say for yourself? I wish that he would have, like, fired it back. 
But, you know, the answer that he gave was still fine, but he's not... I mean, at this pace, he's not going to win, unfortunately. He just keeps plummeting lower and lower in the polls. In terms of the Vakram Swami, he does seem to be rising up, but the strategy that Vake is running is a perfect strategy to get second place because he is too similar to Trump. Uh, in terms of the rest, they, they really have no chance. I will say uh, Nikki Haley, I mean, she's up by one, but I was not impressed by her performance at all. She does seem to be a coward when it comes to the left. Uh, basically saying, you know, she is unapologetically pro-life, but it should not be enforced at a federal level, just a state-by-state -state level. So what that means is if you're a baby born in Tennessee or Texas, then congratulations, you're safe, you're not going to get murdered. But if you're a baby being born in uh, California or New York or any blue state, well, uh, sucks to be you, baby, because uh, Nikki Haley will let you get murdered. So, I mean, also, she was very weak when it came to foreign policy, saying that she would fund the war in Ukraine, which is just pointless. I mean, it's also a perfect way to, uh, to bring America and start World War III, which is not good for any of us. Mike Pence is also a very weak candidate. I mean, his policies are fine. He is pro-life, which is good he is christian um he does have some good policies he's pro second amendment i i his policies are fine i don't have any problems with his policies the problem i have is he's just weak and whoever the republican nominee is the left are going to attack him as hard as the him or her as hard as they did with donald trump they have to be prepared. So I think Ron DeSantis and Vivek Ramaswamy and, of course, Donald Trump himself can handle that. I mean, Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis have proven themselves that they can take huge criticisms from left-wing fake news outlets. So, yeah, I mean, that that's definitely good. And I, I don't think Mike Pence has the strength, unfortunately. I did say for any hope of Mike Pence, he would have to be a like a far-right social conservative uh he did say that he would ban transgender personnel from the military which of course is a good thing i wish that he would like continue i mean he got a lot of uh, like applause for that but i mean i wish he would continue being like this like far-right social conservative but he just, I guess, caved and was like a more like libertarian he's kind of like this limbo between the two and even in that limbo, he is still a squishy libertarian type, which I would not want to be the Republican nominee. So personally, my I, I do I would say Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis, and Vivek Ramaswamy, I do like them the best. Uh, Tim Scott, he, he's just too nice. That, that's the problem, and I know that that's like kind of a weird complaint to have, but this is politics. The left will attack you. You need to be strong. Uh, Chris Christie is a Democrat with R next to his name. He doesn't stand a chance. And uh, yeah, th that, that's pretty much just my thoughts. I can, of course, always make an update. Now, we're almost out of time, but the last story I want to cover quickly is Best Buy going woke. Now, Best Buy financially is already in the gutter. Uh, basically, like Micro Center, Fry's, uh, PC Part Picker, Newegg are like where people buy their tech from nowadays. 
Uh, but Best Buy, when you go woke, you will go broke, and Best Buy went woke. So they basically forced their employees to undergo like LGBT leftist woke indoctrination camp uh, and versus not like undergo tech training or at least not as much of it. Now, I didn't know this when I walked into Best Buy, but now it's very, very apparent. When I walked in, the guy knew nothing about computers or I don't want to say nothing, but he didn't what he knew wasn't accurate, right? He said gigabytes in a graphics card are the only thing that matters. Uh, he got all of the variants wrong, other than the RTX 4070, yeah, that has 8. He said the 4060 has 6, it doesn't, it has 8. He said the 4050 has 4, it doesn't, it has 6. Um, and he said the 4080 has uh, 10 when it really is 12. So he got all of those wrong. Uh, and I mean... In terms, I mean, so you're saying that an RTX 3070 Ti and a RX 580, both of them have 8 gigabytes of VRAM, but they are not the same card at all. This guy is basically telling me that they are. Uh, but yeah, basically horrible, and whenever I'd ask him a question, he'd have to pull out his phone and Google the answer. So, <laughs> it was just so funny. I mean, he also knew nothing about CPUs, SSDs. Uh, RAM, clock speed, timing, 8x versus 16x, uh, refresh rate, response time, resolution, display size. <laughs> I don't. I, he basically knew nothing, and this is because he was forced to go under the indoctrination training and not under like real tech training. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I I did record a video on my TikTok. Welcome to check that out. Uh, you can also get more information at O'Keefe Media Group. James O'Keefe has a very detailed story about that. Feel free to check that out. Okay, that is going to do it for the show. I'm curious, how did you like it? Uh, this is episode four, and I will certainly do another one in a week, or at least I will try to. Okay, anyway, keep me in your prayers. Keep your country in your prayers. Let me know what other content you would like to see. Until next time, God bless.